1: All right, welcome to You Split. I'm Matt Taibbi,
2: and I'm Katie Helper.
1: You are Katie Helper.
2: I am Katie Helper.
1: Are you still Indeed. happy about that?
2: Am I happy about being Katie Helper?
1: Yeah.
2: Um, I think so.
1: I mean, has the ratio changed in the last week? Is there is there more in the in the happy and less in the unhappy column, or? It-
2: like, is this something is this you or me let's let's unpack this are you feeling <laughs> less happy about me being katie Help, or are you feeling less happy about <laughs> no, Matt no, that's, being Matt
1: that's really funny that that's where you went immediately yeah. immediately yeah no no i'm asking you i mean i'm asking how about how you feel like you feel about you i'm interested in you i'm, I'm wow. expressing interest in you
2: yeah this is great um i'm so okay the question is not how i'm doing but how am i feeling about being me right we should start asking that to people instead of "Hi, how are you doing?" Just be like, "Hi, how are you feeling about being yourself?"
1: On a scale of one to ten, like how 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 satisfied are you to be
2: Katie Halper?
1: Yeah, oh wait, right, whoever
2: are. we're talking to.
1: Would you say it's a six? <laughs> it's a yeah. six,
2: Matt. You know what? Let's. Why don't you start with sharing how you are feeling about Matt being Matt Taibbi? That slash that should be the name of your memoirs. Yeah,
1: I think it. it, it, it I'd probably be hovering at about an eight if I weren't old. I mean, I think if I had my choice, uh, I'd, I'd be I'd be this, but twenty-five. At, at which point, I'd probably be eight or eight, eight or a nine. I would say.
2: Have you ever been a ten, or have you ever been a one?
1: I think there have been moments where I, where, where I've felt tenish. Yeah. Yeah. They were few and far between, but they, they 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 happened.
2: And what what were you doing then? or you probably can't maybe you can't. I probably, <laughs> probably can't get into that. Right. But you,
1: you probably had some of those too, right? Yeah. Birth of my children, all of those were tens. Oh, good. Yeah.
2: You can share that.
1: I can share that, but that's definitely.
2: I, I would thing. say, um, let's see, meeting Bodhi for the first time.
1: Right. Very similar kind of a thing. Yeah. 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 Yeah.
2: Did not give birth to her. That was done by a dog. You, Just to, was, to squash any potential s- rumors. Out right. There.
1: Before that starts crawling around the internet and and becomes a thing then yeah. it's, just, it's just so hard to to put that genie back in the bottle i once. know
2: once that pot pu- that pooch yeah it's so it doesn't start crawling what's it, pawing around so it doesn't start pawing around
1: so we have a, a really good show we have yeah. um dr erica Ander- anderson coming on to talk to us about this crazy law that got passed in arkansas and some other stuff and uh we got a whole bunch of politics stuff to get to so let's just hit it right um, yeah let's hit it let's go for the, for the four food groups and i i have a really good Democrats suck. Oh, great. A, a couple of weeks ago, I wrote an article about the sort of Sovietization of American media and how now that Trump's gone, uh, all these media organizations that spent the last couple of years just sort of beating the crap out of Trump because that was the commercial formula for a lot of these companies. Now, what are they going to do? Like, they, you know, they can't do that to Biden because they can't. That's not their orientation. Their, their viewership doesn't want that. So they're... They're just basically reverting back at the sycophantic mode, right. and we saw some of this stuff already starting at the at the inauguration. Remember the guy talking about how the, the lights in the mall were like Joe Biden's arms wrapped Enbra- around America, yeah, yeah. embracing, yeah. You no, know, somebody else was saying it was the greatest inauguration speech since the you know Lincoln, and you know it, it got ridiculous. Then there was the whole Biden slashes poverty like in an instant right. headline. Biden impervious, showering
2: money on people. Yeah,
1: impregnable to to uh, to uh, impersonation because he's there's just nothing to lampoon about Joe Biden. Not funny
2: at all. Matt, you you should get a lot of credit. I can't believe people try to uh, impugn your integrity. I can't believe people try to suggest that you're anything but extremely responsible Um, and prescient because, you know, you yourself compared biden to admiral benson the character in um, hot, hot shots Chats. and of course that includes his falling off a, a plane and what do we see like a couple of weeks later we see biden falling up a plane
1: it was pretty close cuz there was even the salute at the yeah, at the top Yeah, of it. yeah so it, it it was yeah um, so again very we're going to have to keep yeah. a,
2: well well at least every other week we'll give the media some a biden comedy pack packet right. packet because they you know, because Washington Post thinks it's so hard to uh to right, make to, fun to, of him for anything.
1: To lampoon him, I mean, yeah. and just say, how, how could you? How could you do it? You how know, could th- you th- do it? There's I mean, there's there's no material to work no. with. No,
2: it's not funny when he calls the Pentagon that whole outfit over there.
1: Now we've moved into this place where a lot of what a lot of what we're seeing is just these ridiculous puff pieces about the presidency or the or the executive branch and CNN did a doozy with uh, Kamala Harris and the headline in this story is after two months in office uh, Kamala Harris is still living out of suitcases and she's getting frustrated with it. I I, am just going to read the first couple of paragraphs and then there's, then there's one whopper of a paragraph at the end. But so it starts with um, it's been more than two months since Kamala Harris was sworn in as vice president of the United States, a historic moment for the country as harris is the first woman and the first woman of color to hold the second highest office in the land yet harris along with her husband georgetown law professor douglas emhoff is still ostensibly living out of suitcases ostensibly is an odd word there because that means they don't really know it like so what's going on with there um unable to move into the private residence reserved for the vice president because it's still undergoing reservations It's unclear why the renovations are taking so long, said one administration official, but it's a situation that has left Harris increasingly and understandably bothered, according to several people who spoke to CNN about her situation. Quote, she is getting frustrated, said another administration official. Noting with each passing day the desire to move into her designated house, a stately, turreted mansion two and a half miles from the White House, grows more intense. You can see where she's currently living, which is the Blair House, the, the president's official guest quarters. And uh, as you can see, looks looks like a pretty nice.
2: It almost looks like a suitcase.
1: <laughs> it looks like a suitcase exactly. I, I get
2: the confusion about they are living out of a suitcase. That's what that is.
1: They're they're, they're in this place, and I'm gonna I want to read this paragraph about their reaction to living in the the Blair House, which is amazing. Although Blair House provides comfortable, even luxurious accommodations, Harris and Emhoff's current surroundings lack the creature comforts of home. Antiques and museum quality pieces of American history deck each of the hundred plus rooms, which include a gym and a private hair salon. And although the professional full-time staff of more than a dozen provide amenities such as accommodating as as accommodating as a luxury hotel, Blair House does not offer the laid-back vibe. Harris and him off are said to prefer when they are home. The couple enjoy a more casual West Coast informality, with frequent visits from family and large Sunday suppers. The former California senator has said, "A hundred rooms. It's luxurious, but it just it just lacks that that uh, vibe of." hominess uh that, that she'd prefer
2: so what does she want
1: so she wants to move into if you scroll down further it's the it's the vice presidential mansion it's a 13 acre gated uh luxury place and if you'll see there's a pool there biden has talked about it uh, of course it's of course he says you're, you're you're on 80 acres overlooking the rest of the city says biden you can walk out and there's a swimming pool you can ride a bicycle around and never leave the property and work out of course he he was off by 72 acres but or or 70 acres or something like that.
2: So that's the casual digs that they want to be in.
1: That's where they want to be. Now,
2: it's cute. It's very cash. It's very um homey. Huge pool. Wow. I really want to be there right
1: now. I'm not lying. Harris has been has recently been spotted at her future home popping in for hour long for an hour long visit 3 3 weeks ago per CNN. Two administration staff with knowledge of the ongoing updates told CNN that Harris, who likes to cook, requested work be done in the kitchen. But Sabrina Singh, Harris' deputy press secretary, said in a statement Sunday that, quote, there is no work being done in the kitchen at the Naval Observatory residence. So basically she's saying she asked for stuff to be done to the kitchen and it's not being done. Harris is known to derive satisfaction from cooking and she's no doubt hungering for the personal space to do that. Uh, She once said in an interview with New New York Magazine's The Cut, if I'm cooking... I feel like I'm in control of my life. She's hungering for the space to cook, uh, but hungering. it's hungering, hmm. But that's being thwarted in her hundred plus room temporary housing. Her uh, um, <laughs> temporary yeah. housing. So it's just it's just a tragedy all the way around. I mean, like, there's a lot of funny things about this. First of all, the optics of saying, Okay, I'm supposed to be in this mega luxurious place already, and I'm and I'm and I what's had to delay? wait. What's, yeah. what's the deal? Being fr- that's crazy to begin with. The second part is that this is clearly taking a shot at the Biden administration. The sourcing is all people close to the vice president. She asked for the kitchen to be worked on. It's not being worked on. You know, it's, this isn't Donald Trump she's complaining about. This is, this is somebody else in, in the executive branch. So she's should...
2: basically putting him on blast through CNN? It,
1: exactly. Exactly. Whatever it is, you know, you, you haven't moved me quickly enough into my gated... Right mansion with the, heated, yeah. with the heated pool it's
2: just so I can cook
1: even though I don't have to because I have a staff of 12 that will do it for me if I want to but this is this is the kind of stuff that we you know it was the journalism we were missing I think yeah uh, during the Trump years I guess right. so yeah um, now we
2: can do the heavy-hitting journalism yeah, that e- exactly isn't just about Trump
1: if this is a uh, harbinger of what's to come um, I think you know there should be some funny stuff along these lines uh,
2: what do you think behind. really is behind this though like is this just I mean I know she wants to be president but what yeah why is this story coming out
1: it, I mean it's it's one of two things she wants it to come out or she has a staffer who thinks that she's gonna curry favor with her by putting it out right that, those are the only two explanations so it, it's just odd like you would never put something like this out while you are running for office Right. right. Yeah. You know, like, oh, I'm, you know, I'm just so unhappy in my 100 room mansion that's yeah. right across the street from the White House. Like, you know, this intolerable, you know, why isn't something being done about this? Yeah, um, Not like the kind of thing you would want to put in an ad, you know, for 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 right. Her office. Right. So. She
2: brought she fought believing that health that that housing is a human right. She fought.
1: That's right. For that's her right. right. Yeah. Yeah. To ha- to, ha- to have a, uh, a a gated observatory overlooking the rest of the city and has a heated pool.
2: And it reminds me of another thing that Kamala Harris did recently, which was uh, hold a conversation about empowering women and girls in the U.S. and around the world with Bill Clinton. Well, naturally. Naturally, Bill, right. friend of Jeffrey Epstein, seen getting massages from Epstein's victim, Clinton. And and beyond that stuff, just very much about empowering women by and girls by. You know his welfare reform act was very empowering very uplifting
1: and, and sleeping with them you know i mean uh,
2: yes we should never forget that bill clinton's first not right work of fiction that we know of that was published is called the president is missing and the w- president's wife is dead
1: i mean did she was she killed by like a runaway bulldozer or something like that i don't was know actually how did
2: she die it, it, i'm not a, sure it's a little hostile yeah, that's what I, th- I thought it was a little hostile. And uh, he referred to, in one, one passage, he refers to, uh, he wrote it with James Patterson. Mm. And uh, they refer to a woman's breast as the girls, the girls. Those two words should never be conflated. Right. The right, the right word is. Women. Right. Call them women.
1: R- women. Right. And yes. Spell exactly. it with
2: a Y at the end.
1: Right. It's as exactly. she
2: walked in, her women.
1: Bounced. <laughs> Bounced. <laughs> yeah, I want to, now.
2: I want to know what uh, what the the thing was. I'll find that out. We can put that right. in our Substack only. We can do a, a reading of that passage in our Substack only. That's great.
1: It's it's a little it's a little hostile no matter what. Like you know, if yeah. you're writing a writing a novel and the wife character or, or head explodes like a cabbage in the first page, like you're probably yeah. probably saying something. You know,
2: right? I mean, even if she has an aneurysm and your husband is blind, you're being robbed. Even if she dies in her sleep, I would say anything based on. The death of of your wife when you are creating a fictional world. I don't. I'll just say I don't know how how Hillary took it. Oh wait, wait. I found it. There's a female assassin uh, whose code name is Botch, who when we first meet her is described strolling seductively through an airport with a dick. How do you say décolleté? Allowing quote, allowing just enough bounce in her girls to make it memorable.
1: That's a little. That's a little window right there. Yeah,
2: into where the soul would be of uh, Bill Clinton. Okay, so for Republican suck, Mark Finchin sought to overturn the presidential race. Now he wants to run Arizona's elections. One of the leaders of an effort to overturn the results of the presidential race in Arizona wants to oversee the next presidential elections as Secretary of State. Uh, He filed a statement of interest Monday to run for the Post. He uh, had previously hinted that he might run for office, having gained notoriety with his support for President Donald Trump and his claims of wrongdoing in the last election. He was uh, elected to the House, just so you know a little bit about him, elected to the House in 2014, reelected last year. He's worked as a power supply consultant, a realtor and an officer with the Kalamazoo Public Safety Department in Michigan. He cannot run for a seat in the chamber next year due to term limits. Uh, And he said, I'm running for secretary of state because we can do more to protect the voting franchise of every legal voter in Arizona. We can do better at providing- Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. We can do better at providing transparency of who is lobbying for whom. We should improve the services that this multimillion dollar agency provi- provides to consumers. And uh, he, he went on to argue that uh, the go- that government can and should be more customer service oriented. But the lawmaker said just a month ago it would be premature to wade into the race for Secretary of State or any 2022 Contest for that matter. Fincham noted he'd only begun his new term in the house. That's two years of service to my constituents. And I think that I've got work to do for two years. That's what they expect. They've already hired me for two years. And I think it's poor form to begin pursuing another job while you're working for somebody. He's a friend of of Trump, Bannon, Giuliani.
1: So he's a dick and he's running for... for Yeah, basically
2: that's it. Yeah. He blamed violence on leftists at the January 6th thing. Um,
1: Oh, well, of course.
2: Yeah, and he initially refused to comply with the request from the Arizona Republic for public records relating to his travels to Washington, D.C. that day. This guy obviously takes voting rights very seriously.
1: He wants as many people to vote as as, as, yes. as possible. Yeah. As long as they're legal.
2: Right. Which yeah. pro-
1: probably has a very specific definition. But... Right.
2: And yeah, he d- just thinks that the election was stolen from uh, Donald Trump, too. So who doesn't think that? Right.
1: Yeah. Who doesn't think that? Yeah. yeah. I, th- I thought this was Republicans suck. What do you think? Oh,
2: not Republicans are awesome.
1: Right. right. Yeah. No, no 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 we're ki- we're, we're, kidding. we're kidding. We're kidding. Yeah, yeah. We're kidding.
2: I mean it's kind of exciting, right? It's like someone who doesn't believe, who f- fell for election fraud myths wants to now oversee
1: elections. It's Yeah, well, I mean we've seen that before. Although I guess that's there's going to be a wave of those of, of such people. Right. I mean it's it's become abundantly clear that uh even more important than voting now is who's running the Secretary of State's office or who's counting the votes or you know right. you know what yeah. i mean no, like yeah. who's in charge of of hiring the company that does the the processing for the Iowa caucus or whatever it is like all these decisions are more important than whose campaign was run the best it's like a secondary political battlefield that's opening up but that's good you know that's a good republican suck i like it and also
2: we should mention that there's also uh, a group called rural arizonans for accountability they've launched a recall effort against him raw
1: RA? Okay. Rural
2: Arizonans for accountability.
1: Oh, RA, RA. Yeah,
2: RA, yeah, um, because of his repeated claims about voter fraud and this, the stealing of the election.
1: That's a good name. I like that. That's a good rah. acronym. Yeah. RA, yeah.
2: Sorry, one more thing. Uh, he, He's now deleted Twitter account used the Stop the Steal hashtag 62 times from November 19th to January 6th.
1: Can't be the record, though, can it? No, I'm
2: sure not. Ma- we- no. But maybe the record for anyone running to be Secretary uh, of
1: State of Arizona.
2: Yeah, vote counter.
1: Uh, yeah, useful idiots listeners, if you can get on that and tell us who yeah. who's actually got the record for most stop the steel uh hashtags that we might be interested to find out who yeah. that person is. All right, isn't that weird? Can we do that now? Yeah, of I'm course. I'm excited, yeah. excited, excited for this one. So you heard the story about the uh, hey? Did you hear about this? Did you hear about this? What? Uh, you know, the story of the Suez Canal. Oh uh, yeah, I did hear about it. Uh, and you know that gigantic uh Empire State Building sized tanker that ran aground and sort of screwed up the whole world for weeks inspired a lot of memes here's something that's not a meme here's something that's true and is a very funny piece of video and fits on useful idiots this is the route that that chip took
2: Okay, so explain. It, 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 it explain goes to in the there people, it, Explain to the people what the title of that video is, please. Cargo ship draws dick and balls, then crashes in the Suez Canal. And we got to have this person on there, the show who made that video.
1: Definitely. Uh, oh wow!
2: This was in the Military Times, not just some random person on YouTube.
1: Yeah. This out. So, okay. so the the confused pattern of the evergreen as it made its way uh, towards the the Suez Canal. It actually canal. Wow. It traced a picture of like Katie. How do you want to describe that?
2: Can can I read the headline, or yep. you want to read it, Matt? No, it's yours. It's yours.
1: <laughs> move, move over, sky penis. We've got a sea penis now. So it. it that's it,
2: good. I like that.
1: The thing. The thing traveled in in the in the shape of a uh, penis. You know, that's all there is to say that. All right. and, I mean, what well, you, would, you in... wanted
2: me to get into the state of it?
1: No, 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 no. Okay, no, it's no, just a penis.
2: That. It's just a penis. Yeah. It's
1: a, but, Ma- but it's just funny that that's that ended up.
2: Oh, of course. Yes, that's very funny. I just felt like, sorry, when you asked me to describe it, uh, I felt like there was some extra detail I was missing on. So it's just simple penis shaped route.
1: Right. Yeah, exactly. And the whole thing about move over sky (laughs) penis, we've got a sea penis now. That is in reference to the infamous sky dong. Have you heard about this? No,
2: I want to see that though. Penis jawing was our duty. Navy says. Whoa! So that,
1: that was from 2017. Okay, so there, this this happened. Like the, I think it was over Washington that this appeared.
2: That would make sense. Right?
1: And and then six. there was there was an investigation into what happened and what caused this, and and that led to the release of the following video. But
2: this then, like, yeah, there was an investigation into this, it, this, right? This,
1: this was like the the WikiLeaks.
2: Oh my God! This is collateral sky penis. Not it's to make collateral light of coll- collateral murder, sky, yeah.
1: sky penis. Yeah. And draw a giant sky penis. That would be awesome. Yeah, what we'll you do it with your flight? Oh, we we'll turned dinosaurs into sky penises. If we figure right out, we can do it. Yeah, I'm going to basically draw a figure eight and turn around and come back. I'm going to go down, grab some speed, hopefully get out of the
0: contrail layer so they're not connected Watch to Contrail, that's turn. what it is, right? <laughs> Dude, that would be so funny. It's like airliners coming back on the way into Seattle. <laughs> Just this big fucking giant penis. We <laughs> could almost draw a vein in the middle of it, too. <laughs> Yeah, see it there, just kind of like pigtail it to the left, because you already got the split, is that what you're doing, split? Yeah, come back for speed. That's right, dude. Yeah, balls are gonna be a little off-site.
1: <laughs>
2: nah,
0: really
1: right. Okay, balls are complete. Gotta <laughs> navigate a little bit over here for the, uh, the shaft. Oh hey, my we god. the shaft going? The shaft will go to the left.
0: It's gonna be a wide shaft.
1: Mm. Yeah, I don't wanna make it, just like three balls.
0: It right, does, and the head that penis that. is gonna be thick. Man, I gotta say that looks pretty good. You are a natural-born artist.
1: Man, this is like the biggest penis I have ever seen.
0: I Do they do pass? Make sure it's not scribbled out. <laughs> I
1: mean, it's staying there quite a long time. It's not dissipating at all. Yeah, it uh, kind of a good point. Um, Okay, I guess we're kind of going through a pass again. Hopefully, it doesn't, uh, you know, make it look more uh, veiny than it that it already is. Can't
0: have that. Hey, well, I tell you, that's a great penis right there. That's a, that's a great penis. Make the Navy proud. <laughs> oh, damn.
1: <laughs> that's amazing. I think that, that's enough, maybe,
2: Yeah, that's, a, that's great. Uh, that and what was that, Matt? Can you explain how that video was uh, ascertained?
1: It, uh, there was an investigation into the skydong and the Navy. Long tech. and the
2: short. Of, you can just give me the long and the short of it.
1: The Navy Times. Oh, come on, a, nothing,
2: nothing for that?
1: Uh, the long and the short of it? The long and the short. Oh, sorry, that was great, huh? Thank you. Thank <laughs> okay. You. Officials with with the Naval Air Station uh, Whidbey Island said Thursday that their aircraft was responsible for the penis-shaped sky drawings spotted by local residents. Uh, the, penile, the, the depiction was done by an EA-18G Growler with Electronic Attack Squadron 130, also known as the Zappers. Uh, a concerned mother who spotted the, the phallic oh renderings goodness. told told KREM that she was upset. that She might have to explain the drawings to, to her kids. So th- actually, you know what? This is interesting because this mm. this reveals me as a hypocrite, right? Like I was the one who was up who was saying that maybe the complaints about that wooden penis. I were, know, right? And, and here I, I and am. I, yeah,
2: I was the one. I'm. I just want to point out, I'm consistent. I believe in freedom of artistic expression.
1: Apparently the F- the FAA was notified and they said they told the the TV station in uh, Washington state that uh, it quote cannot police morality. So, oh, uh, yeah. So, good story, but anyway, but yeah. it all it all comes back to that that uh, Evergreen tanker which not only is that captain is is already going to take as much guff as any person on earth for having interrupted world trade for right however long but now it's going to turn out that he that he he drew a dick on the way to doing that right um is that's going to be interesting so well
2: i i do have to by the way there was kind of a uh a self-defense this is what the pilot wrote i guess during the investigation soon after i realized the extent of our actions that the contrails were remaining longer than predicted i remarked that we needed to take steps to try to obfuscate it i flew one pass over to essentially trying to scribble it out with my contrails. that pass was ineffective
1: ineffective yeah Mm.
2: so he knew Mm. he'd done wrong but it wasn't and according to the navy it was not premeditated or Mm. planned
1: so that of course but they lied
2: they well they at first they did right they kept it hidden i guess and then they confessed
1: yeah so So apparently the if i
2: I wish the navy spent more time doing crimes like that that would be great
1: yeah absolutely i mean of course it probably costs 400 million dollars for that to happen but um, but less than
2: whatever they do in when, when they go to other countries
1: yeah so the the uh the military times piece uh about the the more recent incident involving the suez canal uh notes that it, the story was actually broken by vice world news mm. and they, and then they cite then they said that this recalls the skydong incident and they actually had a very elegantly written paragraph i just want to read out Recalling the other story, on that fateful November day, a magnificent contrail penis appeared stark against the midday sky in your naval air station, Whidbey Island. The Navy subsequently claimed credit for the misunderstood work of art, amazing and appalling many, who dared gaze upon it. Who dared gaze upon it. That is journalistic writing, folks. Yeah. Not not dare to, who dared gaze upon it.
2: Misunderstood? What does that mean?
1: I mean, people were offended when they should have been, you know, they they should have been... Yeah, grateful for, yeah, or or enthralled by it, maybe I, I
2: like know. that actually. I kind of like that. That was in military times. It was. yeah, I like that they're they're protecting their brothers in arms,
1: right. yeah. Like, oh, this this is even better. The Ever Givens, uh rendering, however, what they're talking about the boat, was evidently not done in the same vein.
0: Pun oh intended
1: God. as p- pun intended as past examples carried out by the US military because it does not appear to have been executed on purpose. So this is like, you know, the Wrong. chimpanzees cover getting up. together and they actually do write Shakespeare. Uh anyway, that's, but, but that's that a was cov- weird.
2: Right? That was weird. But that's a cover-up.
1: Right. Yes. It was-
2: oh, they're lying. When they say premeditated, I see. I thought that they meant it was like this is interesting. What what defines premeditated? Again, we always come back to the law. Which is cool because neither of us is a lawyer. But what <laughs> what constitutes premeditated? I feel like a premeditated. There's a difference between premeditated and um in, intentional intent to having intent. So right. this this wasn't premeditated. I would say they were just flying around and.
1: Well, I think it's premeditated. They they were talking about. It. Hey, wouldn't it be funny to draw a giant penis? That's right. Probably, you know. I mean, unless you want to say that's like. You know What's isn't there some
2: of, time passage that like is required for this is an interesting thing we got to have a lawyer on a hand. lawyer
1: on it's like a you know extreme emotional distress and I suddenly had to fly around and do a do a a, a contrail penis I, I well
2: yeah doesn't I mean I guess I think premeditation does require some planning ahead pun intended ahead of time but I guess right because like if you see someone someone doing something you run over and murder them right away right is that premeditated I'm sure this is a really easy answer.
1: but uh, uh, Yeah, I mean, I think premeditation can happen in an instant. Um, oh, okay. Yeah. I'm guessing. I don't know. We, we, we could, yeah, it was we, intentional. We, have, we, we could have, literally have, Wikipedia uh, this. Yeah. <laughs> or, or have but, a lawyer on it. But we, but we know that the the the, the, the tank Intent. didn't do it on purpose. Oh,
2: right. Well, yeah. that, I mean, hell, maybe.
1: Maybe. Do, do we know that? Par- we don't know that for sure. But we don't have guessing. evidence.
2: Well, you're guessing. I'm saying that I'm waiting for the investigation. I'm right. waiting for a review. And I mean, if it be- if
1: it turns out that that was the plan, like, hey, let's I get an yeah. idea. Let's 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 draw a vessel tracker penis. Yeah. And we ended up like causing vessel five. <laughs> Right, exactly. Yeah, I, don't, I think I think if that's what they were trying to do, yeah. and this ended up happening, I think they'll they'll all be shot into space at yeah. the end of this. But yeah. um anyway, what do you got for isn't Ho- this uh, hopefully isn't that terrible? With a, hopefully, with
2: uh hopefully with the into the arm into the o- open arms of a penis contrail sketch. Okay, so for isn't that terrible? We have a terrible, really terrible story. So reading from Inside Edition, nearly two hundred baby. Oh God, we have a, there's a video, we gotta show the video. Trigger warning, it's really sad. Nearly 200 baby turtles rescued after being found wrapped in plastic. And it's a mixed story, as you'll see. This on Ecuador's Galapagos Islands. Officials got suspicious while those suitcases were going through X-ray machines at the Galapagos Ecological Airport. Each of the teeny reptiles wrapped in plastic, all less oh, than awful. three months old. 10 of them died. Officials saved 185 of them. Jorge Rosillo manages the airport and believes the intent was to ship the turtles to mainland Ecuador for trafficking. Rosillo also says the species of turtles that originates on the islands is highly sought after in Asian markets. As for the surviving turtles, they're now safe in the care of a team from the Galapagos National Park. they can hopefully grow freely and enjoy their natural habitat Uh, a team or a team this is inside edition that's terrible i mean look the net i guess is good because out of the almost 200 uh 10 did not survive the ordeal but uh, a a new team at the galapagos national park uh national park and it's just terrible i mean they're cute they're little wrapped up little turtles and they should not be wrapped up in plastic and they should not be nor should they be trafficked and i saw matt trying to not smile and trying to like shake, shake his head and I, I felt like you were am i wrong you i knew that part of you part of your heart was saddened by it but i i saw a little flicker of
1: my, uh, the the little the little like shadow of what remains of my grinch heart
2: yeah exactly
1: I guess so, yeah. I mean, it's okay. I guess I, it no, wasn't
2: it wasn't that funny because usually there has to be a higher level of slapstick for you to think it's funny.
1: Well, I mean, if they opened the the suitcase, found them in the plastic and said, "Oh my god, this is terrible," and then ate them, then that would be more funny.
2: Right. It's true. Yeah. Yeah, right. you're right. Yeah, like, you're right.
1: You know, they found them in the plastic and took them out of the plastic and you know, but it's that I guess that's a good outcome.
2: Yeah, it's a good outcome. So it's well, like isn't what, that a little terrible? It's well, just terrible that they're being trafficked. yes.
1: Why were they like? What, the, my question is: Are they are they being trafficked as pets or as food? Or I don't as know. Aphrodisiacs I, might,
2: or... I almost don't even wanna. Do we want to know the answer? We gotta look.
1: We gotta look into that. All right. Like what 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 what's the market for those kinds of animals? Yeah. I like turtles generally. I think turtles yeah. tur- turtles are are definitely a big net plus. we <laughs> we're,
2: we're tr- turtle allies. I'm,
1: yeah. I'm, I'm pro turtle. That was sad.
2: That was sad. That was terrible. Yeah. Erica Anderson is part of the UCSF Pediatric Endocrinology Child and Adolescent Gender Clinic. She's the president of USPATH, United States affiliate of the World Professional Association for Transgender Health and board member of WPATH, which is World Professional Association for Transgender Health. She's also the past president of Northern California Group Psychotherapy Society. Pretty good.
1: We want to talk to her about the new law in Arkansas, which essentially is a ban on providing care to trans youth. It's kind of sweeping and uh, even describes the entire process as experimentation in the title. So it's it's a pretty radical thing. We want to ask her about it and about some other questions that have been controversial of late and uh, should be really interesting.
2: Thank you so much for joining us. Uh, we wanted to uh, have you on to talk about the recent bill that passed in Arkansas, which is making history as the first ban, would-be ban, against accessing gender-affirming care for transgender minors, including reversible puberty blockers and hormones. So I guess one question is, is that the, I'm just reading that from uh, NBC. Is that the right way to frame it? And also of course, what is your response to this bill?
0: Well, thanks for having me. This is a very important and ominous development in the culture wars in the USA between people who are responsibly caring for trans youth and those who are opposed in every way to such care. The scientific community has spoken very clearly that this is medically indicated and responsible and humane, that affirmative care for youth uh, is likely preventing self-harm and a lot of distress uh, from uh, trans and gender-creative non-binary youth. One of the elements of the Arkansas bill, as I'm advised, is is that it prohibits uh, surgeries and it spends actually more of its text describing what it prohibits in the, in the surgical realm. And what the bill itself reveals is a lack of understanding of trans youth care, because of course, surgeries are very rarely performed on minors, and generally are are uh, performed on, on adults, and only with the concurrence of an interdisciplinary team that has followed the Young person and the supportive, generally the supportive family. If it's a minor, for for sure, a supportive family. So uh, those of us who do the work uh, in this area are alarmed. We're deeply troubled by the fact that legislators feel that they have the wherewithal to dip into the the sacred relationship between doctors and patients and intervene between the decisions of adults who are parents and a decision that they're making in collaboration with uh, their children and providers. There are few, none known to me, but there are few other areas of healthcare where such efforts have been uh, mounted to interfere in these ways. And so I think it's an ominous sign. It's a slippery slope. But it's also not completely surprising given that there's so much bigotry and ignorance about transgender people in the United States and transgender healthcare.
1: The title alone of the bill is it's like this, it's designed to be maximally provocative, right? It's it's known as the Arkansas Save Adolescents from Experimentation Act. So they're there's they're saying something even before you get into what's actually in the bill. Just by passing that, they're making a, a exactly. statement. I mean,
0: yeah. Exactly. And that rhetoric, which is now common among the people who are opposing uh, responsible youth care, has been shared even in Congress. Senator Rand Paul used some inflammatory language uh, and gross, grossly misstated trans youth care by drawing an analogy between female genital mutilate, mutilization and his queries of Dr. Rachel Levine, who was subsequently affirmed by the Senate for her position with HHS because she's so eminently qualified and clearly he was trying to bait her
1: yeah I remember you saying that you wanted to throttle him after he used the
0: term <laughs> mutilation throttling yeah yeah with not 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 using deadly force but, right. but being forced just sort of a semi throttle right. yeah, yeah.
1: yeah. Uh, so the, this bill it, it it's not even something like you know a a, a, a mandate that parents be informed or be part of the decision. It's actually just a ban, is is it not?
0: That's my understanding is it's it's an outright ban. And there are sanctions against uh, health providers who provide such care. And uh, in several states, there are actually criminal sanctions and penalties, including the possibility that a a professional's medical license could be uh, canceled, withdrawn.
1: Yeah, another th- uh, there. There's a similar bill in in Alabama, right? That's being considered that would establish criminal penalties.
0: I'm told there are as many as two dozen, where there have been various discussions. Of course, it's hard to monitor because um, there's committee discussions, and then there's you know legislation that maybe is proposed but withdrawn or proposed but I, what we're told from people who are monitoring is that there are as many as two dozen or more states with similar bills in uh, in under consideration.
2: I, I wanted to know how something that I think comes up is people, I mean, it's ironic that this is called life saving, right? When obviously this is going to have a, the opposite impact on, on young people, can you talk about that? And I mean, just anecdotally, um, someone, a, a doctor already said that he saw more people being admitted to the uh, emergency room for suicide attempts, young people. Michelle Hutchinson, a pediatric doctor in Arkansas, testified in front of the state Senate last Monday that just after the bill passed the house, there were multiple kids in our emergency room because of an attempted suicide just in the last week.
0: There are a lot of young people who are distressed by their gender dysphoria, their, their conflict uh, with uh, their identity. And, uh, and the path forward is gender-affirming care. All the, the consensus is very clear among the professionals and the scientists. That's how to prevent the mental health condition of these young people from worsening. And we know from all the studies that have been done that transgender youth are uh, many more times likely to have suicidal ideation and even uh, attempt to self-harm, including suicide, than the general population. In fact, uh, one study widely quoted is uh, is saying that as many as forty one percent of out transgender people uh, admit that they have attempted suicide. So you know the the plight of transgender people in the U.S. is is dire. Um, we we see signs of of hope, but the last presidential administration along with allies in conservative circles, worked very assiduously and consistently to oppress trans people. And of course, President Biden has reversed some of those uh, uh, directives. But the, the prejudice that's behind them, the previous uh, bad actions, and the ignorance that fuels them uh, are still present
2: there seems to be you know a very cynical as we see in this bill um attempt to pretend that this is these bills uh are just in the best interest of the of children that you know they're they're doing this for to save them from from regret or to save them from being rash or impulsive obviously as you said that you know people who are denied uh gender affirming care will suffer mentally from that refusal, right? They will. And then I feel like there's how, how do you talk about the suicide, the, the rates of suicide in a way that doesn't feed into, or I guess, what, what is your response to the conservatives who try to pathologize all
0: trans people basically as lost, misguided in need of help? I point to the scientific documents that say otherwise. our our own federal government in the u.s five years ago issued a document under the substance abuse mental health services administration which was focused in in part on conversion therapy which was an effort to change the sexual orientation of young people in the past it's outlawed in many states and it's decried by all responsible professional organizations the document itself covered gender minorities and sexual minorities and it said and it's available on the government website, SAMHSA.org, um, that um, differences in sexual orientation and gender identity are normal variations and no less than the World Health Organization through its international classification of diseases has in the upcoming 11th edition, moved gender uh, incongruence, the term of, uh, of art in the ICD, from psychiatry to sexual health. And they have also been very clear that being a transgender person does not in and of itself connote a a psychiatric illness. But the legacy of that view uh, continues, just like even though gay and lesbian people have won their rights and most people in America know someone personally who's gay and lesbian. And I suspect if we queried most Americans they wouldn't say that gay people or lesbian people inherently have a confusion a psychiatric illness it's going that way with trans, but the scientists and the professionals of necessity have to lead, not politicians well we have a we have a kind of ongoing experiment in in America because we have different cohorts or generations who have uh, come to terms with their identity and come out and and transition at different ages uh, in different periods of development in our culture from 25, 30 years ago when uh, the culture was very unaccepting of trans people. And most trans people in my view have PTSD from very negative experiences that they had coming to terms with themselves and getting the care that they needed. We also know that trans people, like other minority groups, are subject to minority stress. So to the extent that the the society regards them as a, as a unique, if not disturbed, confused uh, minority, they're going to be subject to all kinds of mistreatment. I would say many older people who are trans can recount in very, very specific and personal ways the ways in which they've been mistreated and abused and, and not given, not accorded not only their rights, but any sort of decency in terms of what they really need to be themselves truthfully and in a healthy way. And our hope is the work with young people will help this younger generation avoid some of that, that legacy of mistreatment, which occurs over generations. There's a study that I'm aware of from that was published a year or so ago, which interviewed hundreds of transgender adults Uh, average age something like 50 and both trans men and trans women and what uh, they asked them was when did you first know you were trans and then at what point did you come forward to ask for help from professionals the gap was on average 20 years the society was so unaccepting so negative towards trans people that most in that era were afraid Afraid of the consequences, afraid of the implications for for themselves, afraid of bringing shame on their families, and alienating themselves from their their families, maybe having uh, or even likely having experienced discrimination in access to healthcare, employment, and so on. So that that tells us a story, and that is the surveys now say more and more young people are embracing a a a gender or sexual identity different than straight or, or a cisgender and they're experimenting trying to learn who they are and it's much more acceptable in younger generations than ever before so one would hope that the society is moving in the right direction overall even with the setbacks that we're talking about today
1: Last, last question for me. I, you know, I remember covering uh, the debate over gay marriage. Uh, I covered multiple presidential elections. So I had to go around the country asking about these issues and I ended up being kind of surprised at how, how quickly conservatives, um, you know, were, were convinced on on that issue. Uh, What's it going to take for a consensus to form on this issue because it feels this feels different to me like it feels the re, the reaction feels different the debate feels different
0: um well fewer yeah fewer people in America know personally a transgender person okay. okay and the stories that they've heard historically in the media are not favorable you know the 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 tv and and film depictions of trans have been deplorable you know about all the all the bad things um but you got Dr. Rachel Levine, now as Undersecretary of Health and Human Services, is going to do a good job. you got people like me. We're both trans, okay? We're responsible professionals, respected in our fields. And as more and more of us are out and known, I think the stereotypes are going to be blown up. Uh, my my personal experience is is also relevant here in that I was on a TV show in Sweden where I came out to people on primetime television five years ago in Sweden one Sunday night in October. Two million people in Sweden saw me uh, that night. And I can't tell you the outpouring of support I got. Uh, People who said, my dad, pick a relative, you know, my brother, thought all trans people were crazy. And then he watched you. (laughs) And he doesn't think that anymore.
1: All right, so that was great.
2: Yeah. And if you want to hear our extended interview with Erica Anderson, as well as our segment called Extremely Online, Go to UsefulIdiots.substack.com.
1: Rate, review, subscribe. You know, we're now on Substack, so we would love it if you, at the very least, signed up for the free list so that we can get material to you. It's different from the old show in, in the sense that we have, we now have stuff that's coming throughout the week. We did an interview. Uh, this past week with marsha brown of the uh, american prospect you know about a, a media controversy involving cnn and uh that was live and we want to let you know when we're going to be doing stuff like that so yeah so you gotta up. yeah please sign up and uh even if you don't subscribe you know become a paying subscriber we'd love to at least be in touch with you and let it let you know uh, when we've got stuff coming right
2: so you can subscribe for free is what we're saying right? right and then but but if you want to get the real great content we do ask you to become paying members
1: you gotta show that green yeah
2: you gotta yeah you gotta make it rain
1: gotta make it rain yeah but uh, in the meantime thanks for tuning in and we'll uh, we'll check in with you yeah experience.
2: yep and find us on uh, usefullyus.substack.com yeah usefullyus.substack.com
1: substack.com. say that eight times fast
2: Usefullyassetsubdeck.com Great. Thanks very much. We'll see you next week. Usefullyassetsubdeck.com